In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution is taking Georgia political coverage to the next level. Now Georgia's smartest political team is adding Hall of Fame political broadcaster Bill Nygut. I am beyond thrilled to be joining the remarkable political team at the AJC. And with the year that we have unfolding in politics, it's going to be an exciting ride. Read Bill Nygut's expert insight on AJC.com and listen to the Politically Georgia podcast with me, Greg Bluestein, And me, Patricia Murphy. And me, Tia Mitchell. Hear new episodes every weekday. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Hey, everybody, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the podcast Southern Fried Soccer. That intro music was Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here, which I think most Five Stripes supporters are probably thinking about Jurgen Dom right now, the team's recent acquisition from Tigris in Mexico's Liga MX. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now, and I hope that you will consider subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Today, I'm joined by Patrick Meehan Nader of BN Sports to talk about Dom. Nader covers the league for BN Sports. He is the expert on all things in Mexico's first division. Patrick, what can you tell Atlanta United supporters about the player that the team just signed, uh, Jurgen Dom? So, Jurgen Dom, I think he's going to thrive in the, ML- in the MLS, or I think, or that's what I think, you know, uh, he's a very explosive player with space because of his space, of his speed. So if he finds space, he's, he's attacking it. And uh, he most likely will, will, will have the opportunity for a shot or a cross. And that's, and that's right there his problem, or at least what, he's, his, what his problem has been in his Tigres tenure. Um, he hasn't been able to make the correct final decision when he needs to shoot. He crosses when he needs to cross. He shoots, mm. um, and and that also came came with with Tigre, with uh, his playing time in Tigres. I mean, he he he's a star-studded attack in Tigres, and Jurgen Dan really was a rotation player, mm. so he didn't have the consistent minutes that you know he's not that young anymore. But when he got there, he was young. He he was there for five years. Uh, and you know, when you're young and, and, and playing in, in high level, you need to have consistent minutes to to get that confidence. So I think that's where he got affected. Which I think I don't know. You can tell me more about Atlanta United, but I think he'll earn more minutes there than in Tigres. And that's where I think uh, he's going to be end up being dangerous um, if he can correct that final decision. He um he's going to need to play defense to play for Frank De Boer. Uh, he requires everyone to to track back and to play defense. What is his? How would you describe his skills at that? I think he's a very back and forth type okay. of player. You know, box to box, and uh, for a winger, of course. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure. I, I'm not 100. Uh, I can I cannot 100 confirm this, but during his uh, younger days, before being turning professional, he he used to play also in, as a right back. So okay. uh, he has that 
uh, whole kind of side covered and, I, and, uh, and, and he can track back. Also because with Tigres, his coach was Tuca Ferretti, who's also a very defensive-minded coach. Um, and, and normally the only guy that, that stayed up there uh, during uh, when Tigres was defending was Gignac because, okay. I mean, it was Gignac. Right. But the rest of the team was behind the ball, behind the ball, and Jurgen Dan was part of that. What would you say his best moment with the club was? Best moment with Tigres? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, it's um, – he he got there very with the very high expectations because mm-hmm. he's always been linked to Europe, mm-hmm. um, and then Tigres came in and 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 uh, well Europe got a little harder because uh, he's worth a lot his salary is high, and um, and also he didn't play that much, mm. so it's hard to pinpoint one exact moment um, for for Jurgen Dam. I think he 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 can. I think his best time was um, in his first kind of years before okay. Ener Valencia, before Edu Vargas got there, where he did have a little bit more playing time. Uh, and, and linking up with Guignac, there was a good connection there. But Tigres was not the best moment of his career. Okay. I think if you, if you want to look back into be- better Jurgen Dan moments, you have to go back to Pachuca. Uh, because Tigres, I mean, he won titles. He won right. eight titles with, with Tigres. Uh, but during his 170-something games, there was very little goals, very little assists, just because of playing time. But, I mean, he was a good uh, rotation player in a, in a wonderful side, as Tigres was. But I, don't, I can't think of one exact moment. You said you think he's going to be a very good MLS player. Mm-hmm. What makes you say that? I think, um, you know, and, and speaking from, from the Liga MX or Mexican perspective on MLS, mm-hmm. because obviously, you know, there's a lot of, uh, comments about defenses not being that great, like in, in Mexico, or goalkeepers being not that great, like in Mexico. But like I'm saying, from the Liga MX, Mexican side perspective on MLS. And I follow it, MLS a little bit closer mm-hmm. than the regular typical fan. But um, uh, you can say you could you can say that, or I can I think um, that the spaces that sometimes defenses have on on um, on the MLS sides can be a, a, a good um, a good way of exploiting that for a, a, a pacey guy like Jurgen Dam. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's also what I think that could work for him very well he, with Tigres, since he had Guignac, he had Edu Vargas, he had mm-hmm. Ener Valencia, uh, Quiñones, a lot of uh, uh, really, really uh, high powered attacking guys. What Jurgen Dam did really well was uh, going into space, taking a defensive defensor with him. And, and leaving more space for the Guignacs, for the Ener Valencias, for the Edu Vargas. Okay. So he, could, he's, he maybe doesn't have to be the guy with the assist or with the goal, but he can take defenders out of the main position for uh, Guignac or for Joseph Martinez in this case to finish a goal. So Atlanta United typically plays either a 4-3-3 or a 3-5-2. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he would fit in in a 3-5-2 unless he's a wingback and Atlanta United already has a couple of those. But the four-three-three, the right attacking winger, would seem to be his ideal position. Would you agree on that? I totally agree with that, and he's good. Um, he's good at crossing uh, or, or being in the side where his stronger foot is. So okay. the right side is perfect for him. He's never been the guy who played on the left side and cut back and shoot from outside the box. That's not him. Okay. He can do a good cross from the from the right side, or, and and if you and if you see him scoring goals, he's never like a. 
crazy outside of the box goal. You know, okay. he's it's more of a um, he's a good he's a good uh, goal. Um, he's a good he has a good definition. You know, he, he if he has the ball inside the box, he'll probably put it in the back of the net. But he he won't score this spectacular goal. Okay, you know, it's more his space going into one on one situation with the keeper finishing that, or giving it to his um, teammate who's running with him. And do you have any idea of how he is in the locker room? Is he a good teammate? Is he a good guy? Yeah, you know, everybody says that about Jurgen Damm, that he's a good uh, teammate. He's okay. uh, Every teammate he's ever had has spoken highly of him. And then you can also see his personality on his social media. Uh, yeah. He's, he's not <laughs> he did a little dance number for Atlanta United on, uh, I think, TikTok or something. And it was, it was out there. <laughs> well, he, gets bullied to put it in a way or, or trolled a lot on, on social media because of TikTok. Okay. Uh, he, he's been the Liga MX TikTok star to put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously a lot of people say because you know he's not playing a lot of soccer with Tigres he has more time for that but <laughs> uh, he has a good personality he's he's you know his teammates speak highly on him. Okay. And, um, and you and like I said you can see it in social media he seems right. like a fun guy to be around. He remind, watching videos of him, he reminds me a little bit, I don't want to say a lot because it might be unfair, of Miguel Almiron, former Atlanta United star. Very mm -hmm. fast in a straight line, gets the ball and doesn't seem to mess around a lot, just kind of gets it and, and goes forward with a full head of steam. Uh, do you think that's a fair comparison? I think you can compare that, especially, like you said, when he just goes full on ahead, um, nonstop run. But I think Miguel Almiron is better with the ball, standing, mm -hmm. seeing who to, who to give the ball to, or, or even shooting. I think Miguel Almiron has more in that repertoire. But in the other sense, in running and, and, and finding the open space with his, with his speed, I think you can really compare them there. Okay. I think, um, I mean, they give you different stuff, I guess, but I think Miguel Almiron is better, or, or was with Atlanta as well. And... and with the ball in his feet, thinking on who to pass and who, or, or if he needs to shoot. Jurgen Dam will probably is, is more of a attacker of the space, okay. uh, taking defenders with him. Mm -hmm. Other type of, 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 of attack that's probably not the most um, visually attractive, but you know it, it, it works, and, and the coach will, will definitely appreciate that. Okay. And let me, while I have you, let me ask you about another uh, former Atlanta United player, Alejandro Gonzalez Perez. Yeah. Were you surprised that he moved so soon from mm -hmm. Tijuana to Inter Miami? I did. I did. It was very surprised, very surprising to me. I mean, he was he started off slow in Tijuana. He was a uh, very uh, I don't know, kind of inconsistent. And then, he, well, by the end of the season, he found his 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 stride. I mean, he was probably pro he was their best center back that's for sure mm. uh he was an important part on Cholos getting to the cup final which mm -hmm. still has to be played and um and uh if if a team like Cholos was very inconsistent I think they found a consistent piece with with Pires or with the defensive line in a whole but Pires definitely was the leader there um he 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 got into a tough locker room with a lot of personalities mm. and, and also a tough team because the owners and their and them are yeah. very tough I guess if you could put it that way right and and, and Leandro Gomez Pires um, Gonzalez Pires got there perfectly uh, adapted perfectly and and he also even talked about probably wanting to play for the Mexican national team if that was a possibility if he stayed for a few years in Mexico which oh. obviously is not the case now with him going back to Inter Miami right 
Okay. And what stories do you have about Kevin Egan that you can share? <laughs> Kevin Egan, no, he was great. I mean, I remember when when uh, when I first got into being sports, he was there, and uh, he was. I think he was probably the first guy where I ever talked to, um, and got me to introducing me to all the people there. Okay. Uh, yeah, just a easy, easy and great guy to work with. I, I, I'm I'm sure he's gonna keep doing great. I I loved what he does with Atlanta and and there and. Yeah, I mean, I'm, apart from that, I just I can only speak highly of him, you know, right. because uh, he's he's been great to me in in, in a lot of senses. So, <laughs> but I I can't think of a story to to make fun of him right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's all right. He's a good guy. We, we yeah. all enjoy having him at the games. Um, all right. So tell everybody how they can find you on social media and what you have upcoming. Yeah, um, I'm on social media as and Twitter as Tsunami Picks P I X. Um, you can find me there. I normally talk Liga Mekis. I normally talk um, European football, I guess, in general. But I, I do a lot of MLS talk as well, mostly in Spanish. But I also, I, you can also find me tweeting in, in English sometimes, especially when I'm talking MLS or NBA right. or NFL or uh -huh. the American sports, to put it that way. And um, and yeah, that's about it. I mean, I'm always I'm always creating new stuff there. I got a podcasts and shows and everything. I got a few in English, so if everybody's following, you'll be fine listening to English, but I also got a lot of content in Spanish. All right. Well, I hope everyone will follow him, and I want to thank you again for coming on uh, Southern Fried Soccer to talk about Jurgen Dom and Atlanta United, and I hope your family is safe and everybody's doing well during these really weird times. Yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope you, you're safe as well and, and your loved ones, and uh, thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's Black culture continues to grow. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving art scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Oh,